Grammy Award winning. I cannot cook, but I love to stir the pot. <laughs> what you talking about, Will? Yes, that's right. The premiere of Celebrity Big Brother 3 is over, but we're just getting started tonight here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting on this very fine Groundhog Day, a little bit snowy here in Ontario tonight. I'm Dave Mater, joined with my brother Jeff Mater. Uh, how are you doing tonight, Jeff? What you talking about, Dave? What are you talking about, Willis? You know, he's like, I, I was a big brother so on the show, so I can play one uh, here, so... You know, that's the nice connection, Dave. That's not unlike your Big Brother Canada audition. I was in my Big Brother Canada audition, which did not get me very far. I didn't. I didn't get a call, so uh, I think I got to. Uh, I'd be like, "Hey, come on, Todd." Todd uh, Bridges thought it was a good idea to put into his pitch, um, but we got the uh, the move in here tonight of the eleven uh, celebrity house guests in this jam packed four week schedule for Celebrity Big Brother Three, where they're going to like in these four weeks give us I don't know like a full season somehow. Um, well, it's it's less contestants, but she's like, this is a rapid fire game, uh, much faster. I'm unsure how many podcasts we are going to have out on this because the season is so fast um, and everything else. But uh, we know that the first eviction will be Friday um, and we'll, we'll we'll take it as it comes and uh, try to cover it as best we can here as we love the game of Big Brother. Uh, but there's a lot going on. But I thought that these 11 house guests were interesting in some ways, Jeff. Tonight, I don't know what we uh, we uh, I did the cast uh, preview and uh, the draft results with Jamil on I think it was Sunday. Uh, so here we are on the Wednesday uh, to break this all down. We're, I guess we could talk about each uh, house guest as they came in um, and sort of what your impressions were of them. Um, okay. but, but, uh, like overall in the premiere, uh, what was there, just the overall sense you kind of came away from it? Um, I thought all of them, ex with the exception of one person, all come from the same layer realm of celebrity, which is the Hollywood real housewives kind of that era of celebrity you know like not, not it's like so you have a figure skater you have um you have multiple housewives you have you know uh miss you former miss usa's you have you know like it just seemed like they all like uh, um the a couple um yeah you have um oh, what's the guy i drafted what's his name todrick hall Todrick, uh, like he's JD, a big influencer. That's who you, that's who you, you have. JD. JD. Um, <laughs> also, uh, um, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, real, the queer eye guy? What's his name? Carson. Carson. Uh, Carson. Uh, yeah. Carson. Like they all seem to kind of come from, yeah, like reality TV, but celebrity reality TV. And the only person I find there's two people that really don't come from that era of celebrity, and that is Chris Kattan and what you talking about, Willis guy. Todd. Todd. Todd well, what about Todd. Chris uh, Kirkpatrick? He's from NSYNC. He's not from the reality TV. Right, but he's uh, familiar. He's, he's from friends with like Tom Green. He's familiar with like the MMA girl. Like I just so, he's not friends with her, but understand that even though he's he's not from a reality show, the boy band development system 
is akin to that. And same thing with Hollywood circles because. Hey, baby, come on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what, what happened there. <laughs> um, because just imagine, um, he's yes, he's at the Grammys and stuff, but he's also at like the MTV and Kids Choice Awards, right? Same thing. Like these other people are also there, right? Todd Bridges is not at the Kids Choice Awards. Right, it's not in the right. MTV. Not since like 1987, probably or something. There like was that. no Kids Choice Awards in 1987. No, yeah. Starship. If there were, he's <laughs> probably too old at that Starship. point. Anyway, more like 1981. But uh, uh, welcoming Jamil Robinson. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, and uh, we're excited. What, how did you feel about the tonight's premiere? Were you excited about this season uh, or not so much? Where, where are you standing? Well, I had to be um, like Todd Bridges, blessed. Um, or like uh, Lamar Odom, blessed uh, my um, my ride on my way home um, spun out, but I was able to make it and enjoy some um, some JD and Coke, um, mm-hmm. and watch this episode of Big Brother because it helped <laughs> in this case. Oh my gosh, um, this is gonna be a season. Um, yeah, it seems short, but it might be long. <laughs> I, I, I we got some glimpses here. I think in particular, uh, Cynthia uh, came across to me somebody who will be, uh, I think, some good TV here uh, on some level. We'll see how this plays out. Uh, okay, we got to talk about all these house guests and get through them. So I just want we'll talk about them as they kind of came into the into the house, if that's all right with you guys. Um, and Ooh, I want to start. I, w- I would like to start. And they were like, "Well, due to COVID and us having to have the most safety, we're just moving people in one at a time." And I thought this worked fine. I don't know, like, if you guys how if you thought it was maybe a little bit underwhelming compared to like the traditional, like, I don't know, we send them in like waves of four people or something like that. Uh, Jeff, w- did you like the how this sort of um, how they unveiled the house guests and how they were brought together, kind of one at a time here? I personally think. The first episode of any Big Brother, like what they do in the U.S., I don't like teams of four going in. I, I, I see. I know why they do it. It's to save time. But way I think they should do it is like Royal Rumble. It start with two people in the house, and then one person just comes in slowly, and then comes in. Also, I think they want to keep the game clean because if they did that then you know be like okay we're together and then we just lie to the next person that comes in and we we have our six and we go from there or whatever you know so stuff like that would probably happen so maybe that's why they don't do it but i think it'd be interesting if they did for a regular season jamil what uh how do you how are you on this uh the the way they were brought in tonight were you you down for it it was fine for the celebrity aspect it's celebrity it's fine for the celebrity aspect for it it allows them to to give them the the momentary shine that each person needs so you're not overwhelmed because with uh, this type of show um you kind of have to be uh, get that package so you know who the hell this person is um right. because chances are you probably don't know a good 10 people they don't, they don't even know each other i don't think most of these of world there, there were se. some exceptions tonight but most of these celebrities were uh who are you what's your name uh that was, that was really funny with chris Catan, where he's uh, and uh, cynthia calling him Look, out and saying honestly, you don't know anybody's name there's two Sorry. there's <laughs> what's that repeat like realistically only two people should be well known enough only two people should be well known enough to to everyone, and that yeah. is Chris Kattan. Everyone should yeah. know who Chris Kattan is, right? Yeah. 
and then also uh i would say uh, from insync like you, you would, know he's from a boy band you can't say the I, other things about other people everyone should know lamar odom too i would imagine like I wouldn't, I would if I saw him, I would probably say that guy's a basketball player, probably. But I wouldn't necessarily think I wouldn't go. That's the guy married to one of the Kardashians, or he was. Anyway. I know, I know, but like I, I'm not as I'm not as like up on basketball players, I guess. So, uh, but you would um, know he's a basketball player. Yes, but not that basketball player. Right. All right. But yeah, and if he told you who he was, you wouldn't know who he was. But yes, yes. Uh, if he told I, me, I, even if he said his name, he said if he said I'm Lamar Odom, I, I I've heard that name. I know that he was married to a. Kardashian, right? Yeah, so I think Jamil's right. Yeah, you. I I think the two <laughs> not, not are. The yeah, well, yeah. People in LA would know who he is, and all the anyone who watches reality TV, like Amanda, knows who Lamar Odom is, and she doesn't care about sports. And she know, yeah. but she knows about the Housewives, right? Oh, she knew right. all the Housewives. She doesn't like. She's not a fan of Teddy Mellencamp. Okay, we're gonna get into that. I was, I was like, she didn't draft her, but now it kind of making sense about that. But um, the one that just about this type of game, this is a celebrity game show, and traditionally, I've, I don't know if this has uh, been the case in the past, but uh, usually there's a charitable angle, like I'm playing for this charity or whatever, and there was none of that tonight. It was not even mentioned. They're like, no, there's 250 grand up for grabs here. That's it. Uh, whoever whoever gets it gets it. You want to give it to charity? I guess you can, or not, or you can just you know take it home. Um, and I think that there are always in these celebrity shows. There's always some kind of uh, you know an like um, a stipend or some kind of you know some money for them anyway. But usually they don't. They they would kind of put that whole charitable angle on top. Uh, did that guy stand out to you at all here, or was that sort of? Eh. No, I I prefer that the it's I'm playing for my charity. I I don't need that. Just like. Because you know, then it becomes like which charity is going to get it, and then right. that means that charity lost because that guy lost. Exactly, that... exactly. And they, these people are rich enough; they can, they can. Lamar Odom like made twenty sheets a year for years. You know, like he that was before twelve strokes and six heart attacks. <laughs> right. It was well. It was it was during technically, but <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get into this cast. Uh, let's uh, start with uh, number one who comes in, which is Mr. Carson. Um, uh, Jeff, uh, you know, did you know he is an Emmy Award winning uh, guy? Um, I, I, I thought two things when he walked in the door because they showed his little montage, and then I saw the intern Ross. Ross, the intern. And I was like, that's how he's on the show. I was like, boom, it just clicked with me. I'm like, okay, Ross got him on the show. All right, done. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> so I follow up uh, Allison Grodner and let's get him in. Yeah. You know, Emmy award winning. And he's got, he's got an Emmy. Right. Uh, a lot of people in that town got Emmys. I mean, <laughs> I don't think uh, they're that rare. Yeah, no. Jeff, <laughs> I was like, like under your bed, you might have an Emmy. I'm right, yeah, <laughs> you exactly. might, yeah. He's uh, okay. Like Jamil, my impressions of him were like, this guy's gonna play way too hard, way too fast, and I think he's gonna burn out. Do you agree, or do you uh, see some longevity in Carson's game? Maybe. No, I disagree. Um, he's going to alliance up, and he is going to be fortified, and he's going to outstay his welcome for me personally. Um, yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not a fan. Um, I hope he's gone sooner rather than later, because okay. um, I don't think I, I don't think we should be invested. <laughs> honestly. Okay, uh, Jeff, do you agree? Were you? Uh, are you? Are you um, sort of? 
I kind of go back and forth with him. I think he will do good at the beginning. Uh, I think he'll go along to get along very well. I think Jamil's right, though. He's going to get into a big alliance, and I don't think he's going to be able to like maneuver the game well. He was pitching the girls and gays alliance right away, um, trying yeah. to, I don't know, with the housewives and maybe some of the others, uh, along with, uh, you know, he he definitely wants to work with, uh, with your guy, Todrick Hall, the one you drafted. Right, yeah. He, they're like, are there the gay guys in here? They're like, they even said that. It was like, okay. I thought I was going to be the only gay in the village. <laughs> Not so. So, yeah, I think they'll be fast friends, and uh, we'll probably play um, play quick, like play well, uh, up until a point. I think Jamil's right. I think I don't, I don't think this big girls and gays alliance, if it does become a big alliance, I don't think it'll last more than a few votes. Yeah, uh, I think that the I, I yeah, there might be a bit of the snowstorm there, Jamil, with the with the with the lag. But uh, I, I I do think that um, he's I don't think he's gonna last either. I, I I just hope we get. I think we're gonna get some entertainment out of him. He was almost like the mayor of the house because he was number one in the house, and then he was kind of like the host as as people were coming in, especially the people he knew already or had some familiarity with um, coming in as well. Honestly, okay. wouldn't you feel like a little? Like if you're coming into the house and then you see how he treats certain people versus the people he doesn't know, and then you think back of how you interacted with him the first time, he's like, he has no clue who I am, or he does not care for me at all, right? And I think right. it was a little bit too obvious with that. I think he's going to be too obvious of a player, and I think he's going to try to think he's clever, but I don't think he's going to be very clever. I think... I think, uh, yeah, he's going to be active a little bit like you just said, Dave, the mayor of the house. For a bit. It, well, if he had got power early, it would have been interesting to see. But, uh, you know, we had we kind of glossed over that Misha is the first HOH. Well, I guess when we get to her, uh, we'll talk a bit more about that. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah, she's she's got muscles. Uh, next one to come in was uh, Cynthia. Um, you know, she was the classy housewife on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. So she claims. Uh, the, so is there such thing? I don't know. I haven't really watched that stuff. I don't know how much uh, exposure you've had to the Real Housewives, Jeff. Too much, too much. And <laughs> classy is not a word I would use for any of those shows. Yeah. Uh, well, she was trying to bring it uh, to that, and I don't know. Like she was kind of talking to her kids and uh, her husband in her package, and they're like, "Well, you know, I uh, I don't think you'll do so well, mom, or whatever." But she's like, "I got three point six million Instagram." fans um and i don't know i wasn't like super impressed uh i was more impressed with her with her interactions with chris Catan later on where she was getting him the gears about whose name he knew yeah that was good i think she actually thinks she will be a very good player um uh, because she knows reality tv and how it works and all these housewives do like they all kind of get it and i i think once you just put it into game format they just that they're going to be able to like maneuver right. that that well i think you know jamil are you feeling excited about cynthia 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 <laughs> jesus died for our cynthia's <laughs> jesus cried runaway bride julia roberts julia rob hurts <laughs> she's dead she is dead beep up boop beep up boop boop she's dead this goes out to Cynthia because she's dead. <laughs> All right. So we're moving on to number three, who uh, was Chris Kirkpatrick, uh, who came in. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye. 
more like hi hi um you know as he comes on in uh this okay so chris kirkpatrick uh the least famous of the nsync members arguably before this at least before his big brother blowout game which we're going to see this season i think he's second least i think jc is the least famous (laughs) of the of the (laughs) nsync group okay so this he's the second least famous member of nsync uh, of a rather dubious distinction. It's like being like, you know, like the sort of the second middle brother or something like that. Um, or the third, maybe even. But uh, yeah, so we got we got Chris Kirkpatrick here. Uh, you know, of course, NSYNC was a huge uh, smash thing. You know, Justin Timberlake and, uh, you know, most of the, the biggest uh, out, breakout star. Oh, don't forget about Lance Bass, though. You know, he's been he's been around too. And... And Joey Fatone. Okay. Um, and and the other guy you mentioned, the least famous yes, guy. Yes, that that's why he's the least famous <laughs> guy, Dave. You could name all the other guys, but you couldn't name like I I didn't know his last name was Chavez. I had no idea. Like, I just knew his name was JC. Right. Uh, it was interesting. Like that, you know. I think it was even Cynthia. She's like, "Hi, how are you? Who are you?" And she, you know, she's like, "He's like, yeah, I'm I'm Chris Kirkpatrick." Oh. From NSYNC. She's like, oh, NSYNC. I know NSYNC. You know, everyone knows. Justin, everyone knows Justin Timberlake. He probably yeah. gets that, like, everywhere he goes, where he's like, yeah, I'm a famous guy. They're like, oh, really? How? NSYNC. They're like, oh, yeah, Justin Timberlake. Love Justin Timberlake. You know? <laughs> Justin Timberlake kind of still, you know, re- you know, I know he's 20 years older than from those NSYNC days. But, uh, you know, I think Chris Kirkpatrick maybe he's wearing those 20 years a little harder than Justin Timberlake does. Uh, you know, he doesn't, he's not, he doesn't necessarily looks like he did. Uh, in 2000 or 2001 or whatever, well, what, like the peak. Just, yeah, Justin Timberlake probably, you know, just works out all the time. And it's, you know, it's, you I, know I, what I no, mean? Like, no, they're different I, people. No shade at Chris Kirkpatrick. He always, like, you know, his package is like, you know, I'm a, I'm a dad. I do product producing. And he's kind of like us. He's like, I do podcasting from home. And, you know, yeah. I eat cereal. And it's all good, man. They're like, and I'm here to play. He's like, I'm a super fan. I'm, I'm, uh, but I don't want to tell anybody that. I don't, I think that's smart. I don't think he needs to tell anybody that. Why would he want to? I felt like he represents Dave, like what you just said. Like, he's us in the house. Like, he's the normal, like, even though he's like this, he was the super famous guy. Now he's not. And he wasn't really like famous. He was famous for being in the group, but the group was more famous than him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like definitely. So, like, when you're a part of something like that, I think it's a little bit different. I think you're you're a little bit more down to earth. You're a little bit yeah. more like you're less celebrity. What's, who's another analogy? Like a band, like a famous band, and most people know most members of that band, except mm-hmm. for like maybe a couple. You, you know? could do like even Backstreet Boys, right? Like if they had Howie from Backstreet Boys, you'd be like, who? <laughs> oh, right, Howie. I think the Backstreet right? Boys are like the more the more famous uh, boy band uh, than NSYNC. I think NSYNC was always number two. I thought like Backstreet Boys was like McDonald's, and and NSYNC was like Burger King, you know, or it was Coke like and Pepsi, yeah, Coke and Pepsi. Like you know, it was uh, Jamil. Do you disagree with that take? Yeah, I'd rather go to Shake Shack. Thank you. <laughs> I think NSYNC is definitely Pepsi. Well, I guess whatever you think is number one and what's number two, what's a one A and one B. Well, uh, um, yeah, was the better group and Backstreet Boys was the more popular group, unfortunately. Okay, but the and the members of I'd say the Backstreet and the Backstreet Boys are more a little bit more arguably a little bit more famous. Uh, there's also five members of NSYNC, right? Yeah, same. And there's five, yeah. and it's the same, right? It's the same in both groups. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, you only really need four members to be a good boy band, so. That just tells you about Insync and 
Backstreet Boys. Just saying. Right. You know. Okay, let's move on to number four. Who who comes in? Now, Jeff Shanna Mokler, uh, former Playmate of the Year or at least of the month, I think. And uh, you know, she's here to lie, cheat, and steal. She says. Uh, what did you think of her? I didn't like in. her. Not. I think she'll. Well, I think she'll be the villain of the show. That's what I. Yeah. Think. Yeah, I kind of felt the same. Uh, there was not. You know, I wasn't necessarily like even engaged that much with her i was like okay I, you know i'm interested maybe to see a little bit how her personality bounces up others but she's like more like i feel like she's just one piece on the board and i i don't i'm not necessarily um captivated by you know or drawn into the game yet but i, I just see her kind of um definitely being a villain and like an unlikable person uh, as far but that, that might make her a great character which i'm kind of hoping for i hope she ends up becoming like a great big brother character but in like a villainous way Jamil, what do you think about uh, Shanna? What's going to end up happening is she has one major storyline, and her storyline is the reaction to Lamar. um, What's her relationship because of what um, her her relationship with the Kardashians? Right, because she was with Travis Barker, who's now. Oh, I was I was meaning to pull that as a clip. Wasn't it something like uh, you know, like I said trash about his wife or something or his, his ex-wife jamil's muted for some reason jamil are you intentionally muted he's throwing his hands up no he's not intentionally. i think you muted him dave i didn't mute him on uh, uh, no Here. i wouldn't i wouldn't do that to him this happened the other night this happened on uh oh, the, well, there, oh his mute his it says his mic's not connected oh he's unplugged it so this is this is great. I love the facial expressions we're getting from him. Uh, yeah, I don't want to stay too long on Shanna because there wasn't a lot to say really. Like her 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 package was kind of yeah very forget very fast and forgettable. I think Jamil's uh, right that it's going to be a lot about Lamar was with Chloe and now Chloe's with Travis and Travis was her ex husband. That's what it's all gonna be all about. <laughs> wait, wait, you might have to draw that as a diagram for me to fully. So she was with Travis Barker, the drummer for Blink One Eighty Two. Okay. Okay. Blink 182. Okay. Okay. And then they broke up. And now the drummer for Blink 182 is now married or getting married to Khloe Kardashian, who was married or was uh, was with Lamar Odom. So what does that make her to him? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. nothing. But they could share the fact that Travis Barker they're one degree of Travis Barker separation is what I'm trying to say through marriages or ex uh, or former marriages. Okay. I, I, I think I'm tracking along with their you exes both hooked up. Okay. So yeah, that's something we gotta have. If there's not a name for that, there needs to be. Yeah. We, we gotta, you know, like you're almost uh, six degrees of separation. It's not quite enough, but I don't know. I don't have the, 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 the name on the top of my tongue. Jamil's still uh, working out his mic issues. So we're going to move on to uh, the, the, uh, the next contestant. Let me just pull up that picture, uh, which was uh, Mr. Todd, uh, Todd Bridges. What you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? Uh, he looked uh, like in this picture, Dave. He looks like I would say 40 years old. Yeah. And then he gets in there and he looks more like he's like 50. I, uh, I would say he is, uh, he's the oldest person in the house. He is 56. Four? Oh, wow. 56. Okay. He looks so much younger in this picture than he did when he was on TV. Uh, yeah. He That's looked, uh, 
Yeah, well, hey, this is a press like this is like his headshot done by a photographer. They probably took like a hundred, and this was the best one. And uh, there's certain but things. You think that, do you think that picture is from like 2010 or something like that? <laughs> it might be. It might be. Like I would. I like. I I do know he did talk about in his package. Uh, I think that he's you know he's had substance abuse issues and addiction issues, and I think he's had I think he's had some some rough years uh, behind him, and uh, you know he's coming out of that. Yeah, Jamil's back. I thought some. I, I but I agree. Like I was like. Um, uh, some city miles, perhaps, on uh, Todd Bridges, who I don't right. know. Like, I, I never watched Different Strokes. I don't remember the glory days of Different Strokes uh, or uh, or Willis, whatever Willis was up to. That is such a great joke in Men in Black 3, where Tommy Lee Jones is Josh Brolin in, in the 60s. And he's like, Josh Brolin's like in his 50s. And Kay is supposed to be like, it is like early he's like, 30s. I'm 28. Yeah, he says he's 28, and he looks he's like, like Josh City Miles on you, huh? He goes, yeah, he goes City Miles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the 60s, um, yeah, and you know, like uh, taught even like everything about it, he was like, wasn't easy. It was not the easiest growing up as a child actor. Uh, I bet, especially the 80s. All the child actors in the 80s had it rough. It seems like, yeah, everyone well, and like I, dead. Everyone else is from his show is dead. Yeah, like different strokes. The cast. He's the last surviving member, apparently. <laughs> right. Yeah. Is it because Gary Oldman was much older than him, right? Yeah, right. But he was the older brother. He played the older brother. The big Gary brother Oldman like looked like a child, but he was like actually like thirty years old or something, wasn't he? Or when they filmed, was this like an Aaron Eisenberg thing where he was playing like? I think so. Time. Yeah, I think Gary Coleman was that. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's is is interesting because like yeah, if all his whole cast is dead, that's really what he's famous for. Did he ever go on to do anything else other than that show? He was on Everybody Loves Chris, and he's oh. done some bit parts and stuff, and he's been starting to do some voice acting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so, he, so after the show, he had it rough because, and then he went into the substance abuse stuff. They they asked him in his like in his pregame interview uh, for uh, I think it was for Parade.com. They're like, uh, "What are you excited about for Big Brother? What do you, other than winning? Like, what would be really good for you? He's like to start a whole new life. He's looking. This is like." You know, at 56, he's starting over, and it starts with Big Brother Celebrity 3, Jeff. You know what? If he wins it, you know what? Could help him out. But it, Could help it him makes out. sense, though. It makes sense, it though. Like, you're given this, this spotlight, and um, it's not necessarily even that he's a good actor or not, because you see a ton of people get roles not based upon if they're good or not. It's based upon how people feel about them. And he, if he has a good showing and you know, people take to him, then, you know, he could probably get uh, a bunch more gigs. So why not take that, that chance? Yeah, no, no, I, I, it's all like, I think Ross Matthews, uh, I don't know how, if his career was bumping before he was on big brother celebrity or celebrity big brother. But, uh, but I, you know, I think since then, you know, he's done RuPaul's drag race and he's done quite well. Uh, so I think you give a, this can give a boost to your career for sure. Like it's, you know, it's a CBS yeah. primetime show. A lot of people are watching it. Yeah. Um, you know why not uh you know and like so let's go to coming so after like todd bridges a little bit of a down note i, I just don't wait with his intro went and then we get mirai who uh is the figure skating champion uh jeff do you are you, are you i don't know i know mom loves figure skating but i don't know if you keep up with it uh or know of her um no i don't i don't know like when i do watch it i want we you know it's always from we're canadians so they show the canadian people more than the americans i'm sure if i watched nbc it would be all about the americans um but she, you know i love like her package it's like i won seven world championship medals 
and I won a bronze. It was awesome. It was like it was so like you know it is a, a crazy accomplishment, but at the same time it's. <laughs> Like it's not like Michael Phelps is walking in the door. It's yeah, like, <laughs> she's no Kate Mosley. She's no Kate right. Mosley. That's right. an American star that I care about. Oh, who is the uh, the 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 short the short track speed skater uh, Apollo Ono? Apollo Ono. Yeah, like you know, was she ever on the Wheaties uh, box? I you know maybe Apollo Ono. Fun fact related to Yoko Ono. <laughs> Isn't Apollo Ono a, a guy? Yeah, he's a Greek. Yeah, guy. he was like the short track speed. I we're, we're like, so why did Dave's <laughs> like she's on the Wheaties box? She's not. I don't think she is. She on the Wheaties box? I'm that? saying like I guess uh, of like an Olympic athlete. Like, and, and of course we're Canadians, so like I'm not totally always uh, knowing which are the most famous U.S. Olympic athletes at any given time. But you know, Michael Phelps is is you know somebody you would know. Somebody like who who breaks the records, you know. I think she's done a lot. It seemed like she's a very accomplished figure skater. She landed yeah. the quadruple, whatever. That's her claim to fame. She made yeah. that clear. She's yes. like the fourth woman ever to do it. Um, if she did the Penchenko twist, then I would care more. But that belongs to Doug Dorsey and Kate Mosley. So, right from everything you saw, just not just from her intro and when she came in, but from everything else in the in tonight, uh, you know. A little bit of a rivalry with Misha, perhaps, uh, for who is like going to be the, the strong competitors uh, in the house. You know, do you think she's she's the youngest person in this in this game as well? Um, will she be a target? Will she is she long for this? I don't uh, see. I don't think she fits in with these people. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I find this happens a lot with these celebrity sh- uh, shows. They bring on an Olympian, and the Olympian, unless they're like already like an uber famous person. You know, like a Michael Phelps or like, like, you know, like a Bruce Jenner was and like, you know, you know what I mean? Like where they're uber famous, not only because they're an Olympian, but because like their Olympic status, like rose them to that. She's just an Olympian. She's like, which is good to great. But I, I, none of those celebrities knew who she was when she walked in the door. Yeah. Which is good. Our our cousin Natalie, would she know who she is? Yes, she would. But like Chris Kirkpatrick probably went, oh, okay, you're a figure skater? Oh, that makes sense. I have no idea. You know, you know what I mean? Like, he probably didn't know who she was. So she has an advantage, which I think she should take advantage of. She should join an alliance um, and just say, look, I'm going to win competitions for you. Like, if it's yep. a physical competition, put me in. I'm the youngest. So, you yep. know, let's uh, let's team up. And, right. you know, like, hey, like, I'm a rogue. I don't have any connections to any of these people, you know? Like, I can kind of, you know, you know, you can trust me. Yeah. Right. So she's she's a number you can pick up. Um, so we'll be see we'll be it'll be interesting to see like if someone does, right? Like if if she if she gets brought in or if she's just sort of a, a floater, um, ultimately that won't fit in and will go out early. So could go either way, I think for Mariah. Uh number Patrick, I would team up with her immediately because you know, she doesn't know the game and you know the game. She can be your physical body and you can be the mental acumen of a team. And then you get a couple other people and you're pretty much set. Because if you get to the end of the game, are you really worried about her outthinking you or out strategizing you? Probably not. I wouldn't have that. I wouldn't have that fear necessarily, like just on face value um, and, and how she sort of uh, carries herself, you know, on everything else. Like so. Uh, but I think Chris Kirkpatrick would have to be the one to sort of approach her because he's not he, like he said, he's not telling people he's a super fan of the game. So she doesn't have that knowledge that he would even she might speculate. He might know things about Big Brother. 
but I don't know. And, you know, and so, she, and she only really crammed about this show before, like at, when she got cast, like she mm-hmm. barely got cast and then she watched every season or as much as she possibly could uh, up until that point, especially the most recent, I think, especially the celebrity stuff. Um, okay. And then we bring in our next uh, house guest, uh, Chris Catan. Okay. This photo is not the right photo though. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. So many just, things. So many things. So to say. many things to say. And I was I was in a state uh, with Chris Kattan of shock and sympathy of dealing, feeling like a deep, like just feeling bad for him because I know he's had a lot of injuries stemming back to some injury that happened on Saturday Night Live like twenty years ago. He's had numerous spinal surgeries and and he's he I, I he I was just like looking at this guy feeling like he can't move he can't barely move we saw in the competition he could only stay on those uh that 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 rig there for about 90 seconds or less um and uh you know he is not a, a comp threat at least not a physical comp threat maybe a mental but uh it, it whatsoever um also the I think probably the shortest person in the house um, as well. Uh, but Chris Kattan is a shadow of his former self. I, I would, I, you know, that, so, uh, yeah. So Kattan uh, competed in dancing with the stars in 2017 and was criticized for his stiff upper body movement by the dancing judges. Afterward, Kattan revealed that he had broken his neck doing a stunt almost 20 years prior and that injury and subsequent surgeries were the reasons for his lack of mobility. Kattan also revealed that the pain medication he began taking following his fourth surgery led to a 2014 DUI arrest. I don't know how, okay, how that works, but all right. Just taking like pain medication and oh. it, it dopes you up. Dopes right? you up. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I see. So it wasn't and obviously yeah. whenever you have that type of situation where you're you have surgery and you're on pain meds and you're right. not on the mend per se, you can, you know, kind of you know blow up a little bit. Yeah, he's probably significantly shorter than he was when he was on SNL. Um, and I also noticed that he had some facelifts done or something because the whole top of his face didn't move when his face was reacting to things like his bottom. Yes. Yeah. It was of- like, yeah, something, something's different. Like here, just, just to see like this photo of him here, uh, standing next to Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, could they have picked a shorter white guy and a taller black guy to put right beside each other? <laughs> I mean, it's, with Chris it's Kirk Patrick's head in the middle. It's like, uh, they should, this is a movie idea. Like it's new twins. <laughs> Wait, yeah, they're going to do a twins reference this season for yeah. sure. Yeah, for, for these sure. two. Yeah. yeah, but like, okay, like back to Chris and just what, what do, you, what do you guys like when you saw him, Jeff? Where and everything with Chris Kate, he's like, yeah, you might know me from like I was the prince. I am the prince of darkness, uh, which I, I had forgotten about, and then I had to go back. I'm the prince of sorrow. Prince of sorrow. I'm sorry. I think the most th- the thing he is most famous for is the night at the Roxbury. Like at the end of the day, that is what he's the most famous for for me. Like when you look at him, I don't. I know we all feel like we all everyone kind of goes Mango, and he even said at first as like you may know I me know. as Mango, uh, but for me it's the night at the Roxbury. That's what he is the most famous for. Corky Romano. Corky is the yeah, other character. Undercover brother. I was with Todd Bridges. I was like, yo, undercover brother, he plays the man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's undercover. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So Chris Kattan, uh, he's here. Well, you know, in some form. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's not he, he's not he's not that version in Night at the Roxbury, I don't think anymore, but he's here to play Big Brother. 
so going back to the undercover brother reference, that was such a I've I've done something that the black community recognizes kind of right. reference because yeah. like no one else is gonna go oh out of his filmography undercover brother right no, like no, no. only only Todd only Bridges black, only the black community is gonna yeah go Lamar would probably too yeah and, and uh, yeah black and maybe love that movie like, what maybe, about oh, Maybe Cynthia. She might. Have what about that. the next person who came in, which was Todrick Hall? He's no, a little Todrick. younger. Yeah, Todrick might not. He might be too young for that. Too movie. too young, and he's not about that life, honestly. Right. Uh, Todrick Hall said he's a he's he's not looking to be uh, you know cooking. I cannot cook, but I love to stir the pot. <laughs> he's looking to start an alliance called the Pot Stirrers. He won't. Can, 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 I, can I just yeah. briefly? Uh, yes. I'm not going to talk too much about this. I'm sorry. This whole facade kind of thing about being a super fan, I don't buy it whatsoever. I read what I read. This dude does not care about Big Brother. This man is there primarily to to get his face out there. He's been mm. coached by like the Grandes and the Rosses, and, mm. and 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 that's why he's going above and beyond trying to be the narrator of their season right? and trying to get his alliance and everything like that. I don't buy it one bit. I hope this dude is gone. No, thank you. No more. <laughs> Goodbye. I agree a hundred percent that he's not as big of a fan as he says he is. I think he's watched the show. But at the same time, I think Jamil's right. I think, yeah, the he's the Frankie Grande of the season. He's the guy that's like, hey, you have no idea who I am. I, But, you know, I am kind of an influencer, but I really need to come on the show to get more influence. He you said know? he's here to play a Dan Giesling kind of game, though. Yeah, and then he said so, Dan Giesling and Derek, and then he said, oh, but I love to stir the pot. I'm like, those two guys didn't stir any pots. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you watch their games, but they literally sat on couches and waited for everyone to eat each other. And, you know, he's not going to be sitting on a couch reading the Bible. OK, he is not. Right. No. Uh, oh, I can't believe I don't. So they, what did you think of Todrick? Um, I thought he's entertaining. Um, I thought uh, I'm interested to see what drama he might stir up i think like, i thought that him and carson were kind of an int it was interesting he's like i know you oh yeah i know you back and i was like this is this could you know end up in uh in some kind of tension down the road because i i think that uh this it's too perfect for them to start off liking each other and for them to you know to turn uh but that would that's wishful thinking perhaps other than that i thought he was like i don't know he was fine i i he's like i don't know i do 10 million videos on youtube or whatever and uh he's he seems busy um but yeah uh, i think i think he it will be like a frankie yandre get to like the final six and then he'll get cut jeff Let's you took go. him at number with your you had the number the third pick right yeah so you, you couldn't have chris katana chris kirkpatrick so you settled for him why i just thought that he would be a, a narrator on the show and i thought that that would help him get far in in celebrity big brother that counts for a lot and you know so I, I and i also thought that he would figure out like i find gay guys in general that go on to these shows do well like because they're good at like getting in with the girls but they can also like talk to the guys not and this not this dude, dude but the problem is this guy no 
uh yeah but he'll get he'll both the gay guys i think are gonna stick to the girls quite a bit actually i think and the guys are gonna have to kind of see what's going on they're like i think they're gonna figure that out pretty quick the chris so we're talking like the two chris's lamar lamar and todd and and, yeah and todd and there's more isn't it one more and that's it yeah so yeah they're gonna have to get two girls to come over to their side maybe the mma fighter who won a get mariah yeah Pick up Mariah because I don't think Mar- I think Mariah is not necessarily going to go with the gays and gals alliance. You know, she might go with the the other side of the house. Yeah, I don't see her wanting to hang out with like the, you know, the posh girls. I see her kind of like wanting to hang out with more of the dudes and and maybe like the the Teddy. Let's say Mariah is twenty eight. Would she have been an in sync fan, or is she too young to be uh, really an in sync? She's fan? not too young. she's barely old enough though (laughs) even even on a my mom used to listen to them kind of tip right she she's good she knows of nsync here's the thing and you're gonna see it uh, like well if we're watching the feeds first wake up call at like five o'clock in the morning when the outside gym is open it's gonna be her it's gonna be lamar and it's gonna be misha that's and it's there and it's gonna be me (laughs) (laughs) i know we're gonna get that i know we're gonna get that good segue here let's uh, the next one to come in was misha uh who is our first head of household uh as she wins this uh this uh, competition which was very much like the bye 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 music video tonight notice they couldn't play their music that was hilarious i can (laughs) you can (laughs) 10 seconds but they wouldn't pay for it on uh, on CBS. No, they were using like uh, like uh, this is like the generic stock version of in of someone doing an in sync impression yeah. that we'll use for every time they uh, have the guy coming. that sung the song. Why don't they get him to like closet. sing a couple like chords or something? Maybe he can't do it anymore. Get him auto tuned. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, he'll get a copyright strike. Uh, is in sync going on tour again anytime soon? No. Um. <laughs> What do you mean? No, like I don't, don't think they're know. ever gonna like, bring out the old gang. I think Timberlake's oh, yeah. above those guys. Mm, Timberlake is um, having a lot of PR things that he has to worry about now. That's all right. The yeah, he, he all the tickets are coming. The whole free Britney movement and everything. Free else. Britney, and also people are like, "Hey, remember how he was involved with Janet J- the Nipplegate, and we totally let him skate on by, and Janet Jackson got all the." All the grief about it, yeah, yeah, I remember. That, <laughs> like th- that stuff is coming back up. Like, yeah, he's gonna be calling up Chris Kirkpatrick. Hey, uh, can I, uh, you know, maybe get in on those Big Brother appearances you do now or something like that? But wasn't, Misha what, was sorry, but wasn't the Nipplegate thing like completely planned? Well, okay, I heard a story like that. Okay, let's let's take Misha down for a second while we talk about Nipplegate. Okay, that thing was a planned spot but um it wasn't supposed to be the entire thing there was supposed to be the flower underneath but the entire thing ripped off right now what immediately happened was he admitted to it and then the next day he went on the radio and stated that he know nothing about it um he would never let that happen and the radio just completely let him skate on by even though what he said initially and they just went after janet janet was the one who was canceled right and right. and not in like well we're not playing um we're not playing um 
uh Louis CK stuff right now. She was like right. yeah, she done. was like done. That was the end yeah, of her, her career in a lot of ways. Her yeah. career never recovered from that. Whereas Justin Timberlake had an uptake with it. SNL helped that with Lonely Island and then he had his big um future sex love songs album that made him a huge star because justified the album didn't really do any well jenna gave him the rub not the other way around yeah yeah there he's gonna go. be longer for those dick in a box days um but he might, he might be okay back to misha Back Sorry. to Misha, Cupcake. Uh, you know, Jamil, we couldn't figure out what's the genesis of this name, Cupcake. Where does it come from? There was nothing on the internet uh, that we could find. And then she just tells us. I got the nickname Cupcake because I like to do my makeup and hair, but I am anything but a cupcake in the octagon. She was never referred to as Cupcake in any of the UFC appearances when she was doing a big title fight because that nickname sucks and would be like, <laughs> No one would want to buy a pay-per-view. It's like, I'm going to see Ronda Rousey versus Cupcake. No. Sorry, no. <laughs> Come on, the fearsome Cupcake. Misha Cupcake Tate. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Uh, yeah. It doesn't work. Uh, did you know of her? Did you all know of her? Uh, I had no. heard Joe Rogan talk about her, but Ooh. that was it. Okay. I, I, I've seen her come up uh, in um, the uh, bantamweight and um, UFC women's divisions. Um, I've seen her and Ronda and their conflicts. She could be good TV as like the nice instigator type of situation. She's a fierce competitor and I think she's a person that if you are let's say a Chris Kirkpatrick you should like latch onto her because she's a perfect meat shield. Where she isn't dumb, she's going to be good enough to be a threat, but yeah. at the same time, she's going to be pretty simple. And you can kind of see, like, she's like, she just wants to win everything. All the yeah, time. she's yeah. like, yeah, put her head down, get the job done type person. She's kind of like Christmas. She reminds me of Christmas, the, the player, not the not the holiday. I, I, I think she's kind of like a cross between Christmas and, like, a Vanessa Russo. Not, not to a strategic of Vanessa Russo, but to the... The no nonsense kind of like, you know, you do what I say, and you know, we're not going to argue about this type idea. Um, I don't see her being as fiercely loyal to people like Christmas was. True, right? No, I don't think so either. But from a competitor, like you know, just Christmas, like remember Christmas was crying when she couldn't even be in a competition. But I can't win if I can't play. Can't play. I can't who win if I can't play. Who would have thought that the most the most successful person from that season would be Judas. It's crazy. <laughs> He's now NWA tag team champion. You're talking about Austin? Austin, yes. Judas. Or, or Judas, I'm sorry. Yeah, yes. he, Judas. he plays, um, he's one um, part of a tag team named Jurassic Express. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good name. His, his tag team member is called Jungle Boy. Um, and he wears a mask permanently, so you never really get to see his face. Well, there you go. Hey, good, good on you, Judas. Uh, is he, are you, he's not dating uh, Liz uh, the twin anymore, right? That's I have no clue. Probably not. No, Liz Nolan is that her name? Anyway, let's move on. Uh, so she comes in. I, her intro was kind of whatever. Uh, sorry, just wrap up the final. There was only two more after this. We had uh, we had Teddy or Teddy. Where's, where's my picture of Teddy here? Uh, Come on, there she is. 
Teddy Mellencamp, best known for being the daughter of John Mellencamp, and she was also on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Jeff, did you know her? I did not, but Amanda knows her well and does not like her. I think she's a self-righteous know-it-all that likes to tell everybody that their life, their living is wrong, and they should work out and eat oats, and that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> work out and eat oats? Yeah, yep. and like, you know, pretty much. And like, just very like, you're living your life wrong, I'm living it right, and that yeah. kind of thing. Preachy. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait until she talks to someone like Todd Bridges about how he's living his life. He's like, what? Right. I don't know who you are. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to eat what I eat. Like, no, thank you. I don't need to hear that. I Like, no. I'm not eating some, some oat bran bar for breakfast. Right. I'm going to yeah. have eggs. I'm going to have my bacon. Leave me alone. No. Oats! Oh, yeah. I find it funny, like, she's she's like, I'm not from Hollywood, I'm from, like, Indiana, Indiana. yet you were on the Real Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you must be somewhat familiar (laughs) with Beverly Hills, Um, but at the same time, like, what is it about Indiana? People aren't obsessed with fame, she said there. People are, yeah, but they're obsessed with, like, judgment and <laughs> yes they are definitely um obsessed with that we have relatives in indiana and we can can corroborate this uh they're they're very they're a fe- they're a god-fearing people out in indiana largely right right um, bible belt territory. bible belt yeah exactly uh, mike pence territory right um you know not the not the best but anyway shows her i thought she was uh, I, I got good intel jeff but uh i wrote nothing down there was nothing about her intro that really was interesting she's um, like look i got kids i'm john cougar Mellencamp's my dad whoop-de-doo I'm that's like the like, most interesting thing about her other like and how is and, that the most interesting thing about you who your dad is like well so far right like she was on this show but that's not interesting to me so no, uh, no i know like i see why you say that because it is like like but she's not interesting like jeff like <laughs> let's not fool ourselves she is a celebrity by birth, right? By birth. And she is known for a reality show where she's supposed to act a certain way. And the basis of her entire life is that she has kids and that she is, she does random stuff to make money based upon who she is, right? Including a failed diet plan that was called out for being dangerous for, to, to the people who took it because you weren't getting enough calories. Yeah. Um, even though I believe I have her for the draft, I don't want her to win. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, 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 you got like an extra player cause you picked late in the draft. And so, uh, you, it was down between her and Cynthia, you both housewives went last in our draft. And so you, it was just like Teddy or Cynthia and you chose Teddy, but do you wish you had Cynthia maybe in retrospect? No, no, no? you're good with it. You know, you don't want either, but you'll take <laughs> the choice. All right. Uh, our final house guest to enter was Lamar. Um, and I don't even know if everybody, I, 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 I Shana knew who he was, but I don't know if most people knew who he was necessarily either. Chris Kirkpatrick uh, knew who he was. Misha Tate probably knew who he was. Like Chris Catan um, didn't. Yeah. Chris Catan wow. didn't. Um, what's the name? Figure skater. Naran. Uh, Naran. She, she might. Naran. She probably knew who he was. So, like, the athletes knew, would know who he is. But, and I feel like the housewives would definitely know who he is. Yeah. 
you know so he's already he's got those groups who he doesn't have are the gays Mm-hmm. No, they're not looking um, to ally with him. Todrick knows who he is. Todrick would know who he is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But like, it's it's uh, the thing is like with him, like yeah, he's not only about like if it was like you know Russell Westbrook or something, you know what I mean? Like if it like he's pretty well known, but like okay, not a good example. But like Kyle Kuzma, people are like who? Oh, okay, Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, did you know all this about like him? having the drug overdose and having uh the coma and the, all these heart attacks and strokes and... i didn't know about all the heart attacks and strokes i definitely knew about the drugs and i knew he was a big drinker and shit and then he was a psycho when he played like when he was on kobe's team he was kind of a psycho on the court or maybe it was slightly before he joined the lakers like you didn't want to play against him he 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 would uh he, he, he was, was kind of like he... surge he was kind of like surge like you yeah. know you know surge with... is a good example it wasn't like when it, when you think psycho basketball players you think of uh, Tyler Hansborough, former Raptor, Ron or you think, <laughs> or you think Ron Artest, Meta World Peace. Those two would like just fly off the handle, and it's not like people are like, oh well, the Malice of the Palace was such right. a long time ago. Meta World Peace, straight up, like if you look up Meta World Peace album, where he straight up like gets a ball in, and then walks by a person and just literally just goes like this and almost takes off someone's head with an elbow. Yeah. Like just on a whim, no reason <laughs> for it, right? Lamar right. Odom, in in comparison, right. he was like a pussy cat, right? He but was. he was still a tough dude. But he was Kobe's pussy cat, and he made sure Kobe was safe. Are you saying yeah. this is like the Marty McSorley of basketball or something? He, he like, kind of was. He, well, no, he wasn't. Middle World Peace was more like that. Right? Yeah, he's he's the he's the tough guy that you don't mess with. But he doesn't need to like really exert himself. He like looks at people and they're like, "Okay, I know." Yeah. Same thing with okay. Serge. Serge could yeah. Serge doesn't have to throw punches. People know Serge is about that life, right? Right. So people don't mess with him. Yeah. yeah he, well, he mentioned I went from playing like basketball at the highest level in the world to not being able to walk and not even being able to know how to speak and do anything. You had to kind of relearn how to do everything. Uh, so I kind of felt like, and I said this to Amanda during the sh- the broadcast, Dave. That I feel like that the NBA, when you like really learn about them as people, and we, and and you really have a chance to do that when you're like a fan of the Raptors or whatever team, because there's only like twelve guys on the team, and you get to like learn like where these guys are from and like who they are as people. You always, I always find that the NBA players are the most down to earth, mm-hmm. like people. Where like when you like, like see the hockey guys interviewed or the baseball guys, they're all like silver spoon, you know, rich kids that like you know have been doing this their whole life. Had the best coaches and had the best everything, and yeah, uh, you know, especially hockey because like that's you know expensive sport to play with the equipment in particular. Whereas uh, Lou Williams gets money. What does he do? He goes to a a strip joint that has really good chicken wings. Chicken, like (laughs) it's a different life, (laughs) right? Um, yeah, and so Lamar, yeah, like uh, I, I'm, I'm impressed with Lamar, even though I didn't know a ton about him uh, yet uh, coming in. So it was just kind of you know interesting to see. They said uh, in his pregame interview, they asked him, "What's the thing that the house guests will be uh, most uh, like shocked to learn about you?" He goes, "That I'm a killer." Right. <laughs> I'm like, he's killed people. Damn. Yeah. But like, yeah. okay, but Dave, you understand why I took him. He is oh, yeah. not like Ricky Williams, where no. people are gonna hate this dude, right? Even no. at his worst, I think people at the very least will respect him and respect his 
his game. So if he does something and it's like, oh man, that's really competitive, it's like I can understand they will let it go because he has that charm. Even with that question, it's like, how tall are you? It's like handsome has no <laughs> measurement or has no uh, height limit or something like yeah. that. It's, yeah, it's a great line. Right. Yeah. Well, he's been asked the same question probably a million times in his life, so he's like he's come up with good comebacks. I like that. But like that was one thing where uh, they were all kind of going around like, "Who do you do? What do you do? And what do you do?" And like you know, they're asking him like, "How tall are you? And what size shoe do you got?" I'm like, "How many times has he gotten those questions?" You know, yeah. it's probably um... fifteen. That's still pretty big. It's like, yes. <laughs> right. Uh, guys, the, the competition, just uh, as we're wrapping up the episode um, for the HOH, and the fact that they all had to wear like a different outfit, like they all did like this runway thing, uh, and then they had to compete in different outfits. And I w- that was like, I don't know if it's a big deal, but it did like kind of catch me like to raise an eyebrow a little bit because I was like, normally they wouldn't do that because it would, it would sort of, you know, give maybe an advantage to one person who's wearing pants versus a dress or, sure. you know, shorts or whatever right uh depending on like how your your garb whatever even what the shoes they give you uh might work with those um those those things if you had gloves in your outfit or not uh but what did you guys think of the competition just sort of overall jeff i i thought it was funny with the chris kirkpatrick stuff you know he's like this is familiar and that 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 all was kind of fun i thought the figure skater should have done a lot better i was surprised by her uh, she's like probably weighs 80 pounds and, and you know like I, well, the, the I, final I was... four were the four youngest yeah she didn't have like she's if she was a doubles like if she had like a partner like she worked mm. with a partner then i think she would need better upper body strength she doesn't have that so therefore mm. once she was down to one bottle holding up really her entire body Right. Like it, it was all for naught. She was going to be gone. Right. That's fair. I just thought she was. I thought she would just be like a stoic and like would just crush that competition. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was kind of pulling for for uh, Mariah, uh to win this more than Misha. I don't know uh, why exactly. Maybe I, I'm more curious to see what Mariah would do with the power. Maybe um, you know, and the whole thing where you know Teddy was trying. Well, first, um, Todrick made the deal with her. She's like, yeah, I kind of like Todrick, so why wouldn't I make a deal? Make him feel good. And then Teddy wants to make a deal. Teddy's about to fall anyway, you know? Uh, And she's like, come on, will you make a deal with me? And she's like, am I safe? She's like, I want to say yes, but I don't want to be a liar, so I don't know. Teddy's like, like, I'm about to fall anyway, so I'm just trying to, like, see what I can get here on the way down. Uh, Todrick, you're cool. Teddy, shut up. Shut up, Teddy. (laughs) <laughs> what you talk about teddy hey, what you talking about? that would have been a clip more so good if she had just done that i think that would have went a longer way i think people would have had fun with it but yeah i think i don't think it was smart but i don't want to be a liar yeah <laughs> it, look if i'm todd bridges and anyone comes up to me and says what you talk about willis you're going up i don't care <laughs> you're going yeah, yeah. up for eviction and you're gonna be my target i don't care yeah. Well, if, if, if if you get put up by Todd Bridges, you have to say that line. You have to be like, "What you talking about? You putting me up?" You know. So like if we... Chris Kirkpatrick puts like um, evicts you, does he say bye bye? Yeah, I think he will in the diary room. It's like <laughs> I would be like, "You're going home. 
This I Promise You, which is another in-sync song. Yeah. Right. Or it's like, it's tearing up my heart, but I gotta evict you. Or the song, I know, I guarantee you the season, because I know one of, like, Chris Kirkpatrick, where he sang the lead, was I Drive Myself Crazy. That was, like, his song. And I guarantee you. I, I know that gonna, one. Yeah, he's going to use that. Um, he's going to use that for some point in the DR. Or he's going to say, who's going to win HOH? It's going to be me. Right. Yeah, it's, it's uh, kind of what about this okay so like ultimately misha wins this thing and then there's this whole like twist you know with the box the mystery box because i've always wanted what's in the box that's just me i'm that kind of guy i always want what's in the box what's, the box? what's in the box <laughs> what's in the box it could be a it could even be a boat could be uh, Gwyneth Peltra's head too. Who knows? Um, but it's uh, yeah, that was I I I thought that was funny. And, and uh, Misha was trying to sell it like, "What are you talking about, Julie? With this power, I just became Hoh. Why are you messing with my power? I gotta get Teddy out of here. Get her oats diet out of here. Matter. If I, you know, Teddy will have us eating oats. Teddy wants to eat on that slop. That's why she came in here." You know, she she was like, "What's this slop diet? I'm gonna uh, supplement." Do do my... celebrity Big Brother have slop? They have. Nuts? Actually, I don't know if they have. They never ha do have knots, right? They for celebrity Big Brother, there's no. <laughs> I don't think that. No, they're celebrities. They're, they have. They have. Surprised they don't bring in their own chef. <laughs> Um, okay, well then, if you were just a guess, who do you who would you think that Misha was going to put up? Like maybe like, who they, she should. Are, yeah, who she Carson should or who she will. Carson Todrick immediately. <laughs> if it was me, um, I think she's going to put up Teddy because we got a good we got indicator. a good indicator there, and I think probably Cynthia. I could see both those two girls going up. The two housewives. So, so, so Mariah would then not be with like you know Carson or Todrick either, presumably, maybe like or sort of, uh, you know, this if we we're gonna see like two sides of a house perhaps form here this week. She, she's the days. other girl that I think might go up because she is going to be um, a physical sure. threat, and I think if you're um, Misha, I think you're gonna have that kind of. You know, we saw, Misha was eyeing down Mariah, like, oh, this Mariah, she's an athlete, I'm an athlete, I can't have this. No, she's I think they, she, they want to compete against each other, because she sees the other people, and she's like, they're soft, I'm gonna mash up these people. Yeah, screw all these other people, they're easy. Yeah, she wants to yeah. take down the Olympic athlete. Well, they should align together, really. I, I feel so, too. And Lamar, for that matter? Lamar is only going to be good at basketball, and there's no basketball competition. This is the thing with basketball players; like they they are such freaks of nature. They're like he's six ten, like you know, like he. he there's never been a, a guy that's six ten that's ever played Big Brother, you know, at all. Now we'd right. be good at one or two things, sure, but for the most part, I think he's going to suck at these parlor games. Put him on the slip and slide. Let's see what he does there. <laughs> um, they're going to do the miniature house where they have to stack the beer. Yeah, where he has to do like the little uh, <laughs> diorama thing. That's gonna be Lamar's uh, task. I mean, okay. what would he be good at? Like, honestly, like, would he be good at the wall, like endurance challenge? Would, no, would he, he be good at anything? He would be at like the the like ball in the the hole type of things, right? Or the um, or anything that's hand eye specifically. Right. Right, where he might have to do the the roller if it, the roller is like 
where you don't have to move that much, he can probably do. What about the egg? He'd be good at the egg thing. Mm, His hand might be too big. (laughs) His hands might be too big. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to see how he does uh, in some of these competitions or not. And like what, uh, just like, let's put him versus Chris Kattan one-on-one basketball. Let's see what happens. Oh, right, uh, right. <laughs> both of them could barely move. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We both had to re- like. I learned how to walk again, so we're on equal footing here. Block the entire. Feel like it'd be like an episode of like South Park, and I'm making fun of that. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. Oh, Chris Kattan and Lamar Odom, but they neither of them could move. <laughs> Chris, Kattan, Chris Kattan can barely move any muscle in his face, in his cheeks, whatever. <laughs> back for that matter okay so i think that that kind of wraps up the episode so uh this whole rapid fire schedule that they mentioned is like there's gonna be two house guests going every week until the end here so this is week one and they said that the first person's going to go out tomorrow night um are we covering this tomorrow and or friday i i jamil and i had mentioned on sunday that maybe friday we wouldn't do this uh i don't know if you friday or no Friday. We're going to leave okay. Friday's a sacred day here on the podcast world. So we might uh, we might pick that up again. I guess on Sunday. I just have to quickly look at the schedule for what's coming up. Um, Big Brother Three. Uh, well, I bring that up. How long are they? They've already been in the house for a while, clearly, right? So by the time they do do this first eviction on Friday. Um, I wonder how many days like somebody would like even that first evictee will have had it there. Uh, probably seven. Probably, probably, do like, probably like a, a week, like a five day thing. I could see like a work week, right? Yeah, maybe. Uh, okay, so there's so we will there will be a Friday episode, and then there will also be a Sunday. A Monday and a Wednesday and a Thursday next week. So I think we'll uh, we sound like we're we're okay with it. Maybe we'll come on tomorrow night. We'll talk about what we see tomorrow night uh, for, further into this, and then we'll cover the Friday episode on Sunday uh, when we talk about that 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 episode as well. Okay, so that's uh, thanks for being with us and listening, whether it be here on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or if you're listening to our audio feed. Appreciate you uh, tuning in to hear our thoughts on this new season of uh, Celebrity Big Brother. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wild one. Um, also, you should check out our other podcasts here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. Jeff and I we just talked about Ozark, the beginning of season four, and our reactions to that about a week ago. Uh, earlier, I think it was I think it was earlier this month, or no, it wouldn't have been this month because it's only February second. But um, earlier this year, at least in January, I believe we uh, Jeff, you finished up those uh, the Beatles. Um, uh, get back documentary reactions with the shields brothers i was in a couple of them too uh those yep. are up on our channel as well you can also check out uh the marvel cinematic universe reactions uh that jeff and i have done uh and jameel and many others uh here on the on the channel most recently we talked about hawkeye uh and i could do this all day if you ask me uh, i could do this all So check out check out our Hawkeye reaction episode when and, and Rogers the musical, where we talked about all that. Oh, we'll be talking about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness coming up. Uh, I guess early March. That will be the next installment, and then Moon Knight after that. No, um, it got pushed back, didn't it? Did Moon Knight get pushed back? No, Moonlight is March. Um, um, I thought um, Multiverse of Madness is later. 
Oh, I thought it was March. I, mean, I don't know. Okay. There was a fun fact about that clip, Dave. Is so it's called Rogers the Musical because it's about Steve Rogers. But yes. the guy that was singing that is Adam Pascal, who Adam played Pascal. who From played Rent. who played what what was his character's name in Rent? Roger. Roger. <laughs> yeah. Happy to be. So it kind of is Rogers the musical, isn't it? Right. Yep. <laughs> I don't I think well, that's a, it's meta. Yep. It's meta. Uh yeah, so that, but who's doing that line? That's Adam Pascal. Yeah, yeah that's Adam, Adam Pascal. Pascal. Yeah. But isn't he's not sick? I guess that's not Captain America. He's not playing no. Captain he's America. He's playing like bystander. Like I think they should have made him Captain America, but he looked probably he was probably too old and like you know, they didn't want to think Uh but he did all right. Um okay, so yeah, so check out all of our podcasts here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. Plus, we have two other channels. One is called Trivial Debates, a monthly show where we argue about movies, TV, sports, usually on the last Sunday of the month, which would have been this past Sunday, but we pushed it out just a week so we could get back in. Longtime veteran Chris Seymour, who will be competing alongside myself and Adam Woodward, who's on many of our Star Trek podcasts. Uh, and different things, uh, hosted by Davin Skelhorn, uh, Jeff and I's cousin, and yours, perhaps, uh, from out of Nova Scotia. Uh, he's going to try to pull himself pull himself out of that storm and, and host this episode. We're going to be talking about a lot of different topics, including what's the best sitcom of its era, or what's the best movie monologue, you know, or the best, the best speech in a movie. So check that out. We'll be arguing all those different topics this Sunday over on Trivial Debates channel. Plus, we have Live Long in Podcast, our Star Trek theme channel that's adjacent to this. It's on Facebook. It's on YouTube. It's our Twitch channel. We got all the same different themes we have here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. And you can listen to Monday Night. We talk about Enterprise, uh, the, the the show starring Scott Bakula as Captain Archer. Every um, every Monday night, we, we talk about the next episode. We've been going through them all in order. Similarly, on Tuesday nights, we talk about Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Have been for almost two years now. Uh, when Jeff's like, hey, want to do a podcast on Deep Space Nine? I'm like, it's going to take three and a half years. We're, 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 we're a good way through that now. Um, and uh, do that with Jamil Robinson and the Millards and Davin Skillhorn often. Um, so we just last night we talked about looking for Parmak in all the wrong places. Uh, next week will be um, To the Battle of the Strong or something like that with Jake Sisko. Uh, and then on Thursday uh, this week, we are going to be talking about the net, the um, – the sort of the end of season one B, I guess, for Star Trek Prodigy, uh, as, they, as, as they're kind of wrapping up one of their installments uh, before Star Trek Discovery comes back next Thursday to continue their fourth season as they've been on hiatus since December. And then coming into season uh, two of Star Trek Picard, which will be kicking off in March. Oh, uh, do, oh guys. New worlds. I'm sorry? And then Strange, and Strange New, New World. World. And just to circle back to our Super Meter Brothers podcast as well. I, I forgot, but we saw tonight. I don't know if you guys noticed in, in the uh, commercials, but Survivor will be coming back in March for season 42. And here's Jeff Probst to tell us all about it. It's Survivor. 18 new players take on the most dangerous version of Survivor ever seen. It's the most dangerous version ever seen, guys. What does that mean? <laughs> I we think, have to I don't, tune in I, to find out. I don't think it'll ever get more dangerous than what they did on in Africa on season yeah. three, or Sorry. go wrong, or yeah, or go wrong, or or, or Gabon. Yeah, Gabon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, rough seasons, but he's saying this is the most dangerous, but controlled and completely safe. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff, check it out for season forty two, and we'll be Everyone coming. will be wearing a mask. Everyone, probably. <laughs> It's dangerous. 
All right. So that's uh, that's all of our different plugs. Check out, of course, Davin Skellhorn's podcast, Locuters of Trek, and X-Men X-Rated, as well as my son Eamon's podcast, um, Let's Talk About Fighting Games, where you can find it on Spotify or wherever you get your audio podcasts. Sam uh, Jerka. Sam Jerka, he's, 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 as he's known in the video game circles. Okay, and uh, and just on that, uh, we are going to uh, close it out tonight. I, th- I think let's 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 go out with just a, a little bit of, of Chris Catan to take us away. How does that sound? Because I've always wanted what's in the box. That's just me. I'm that kind of guy. I always want what's in the box. What's in, what's the, in box? the box? Good night, everyone. See you tomorrow. Oh, thank you.